Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Arongo Productions Production. Hello and welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. I'm your guest host, Matt, along with my co-guest host, Jonah. Say hello, Jonah. Hey, how's it going? Hunter could not be here today because I'm not sure if many of you know this, but Hunter, um, everything Hunter does in his life is dictated by what his magic eight ball says. And well, when he asked his magic eight ball if he should record a podcast today, it said, outlook not good. So he called us naturally. <laughs> so, so, I mean, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Matt. I, uh, I'm not in a very good mood today. Um, and this is, I'm Me not, neither. I'm not, I know you're not, but I'm not saying, like, I don't know what happened. I feel like after eight o'clock today, I just turned into some miserable cunt. And I don't know why, but I just feel like everything's pissing me off right now. And, oh, yeah? um, but speaking to you has definitely lightened my day up. And I'm not just saying that to fluff your, your nuts or anything. I'm, I'm saying that genuinely. It is good to talk to, it's good to chat with you. I know we we're supposed to chat today. Um, were we? Yeah, because we we're supposed to play Avengers today. Um, oh yeah, but we couldn't. Why is that, Matt? Why couldn't you play Avengers? Because I, like a responsible human being in these times of COVID, chose to order my copy of Avengers from the interweb, from the website of one EB Games. That's what we call GameStop here in Canada, or Canada, as some of you might say incorrectly. And despite the, fa- yeah, despite the fact that this was a pre-order, and you would assume that the purpose of pre-ordering something is to get it on the day of release, they didn't even fucking ship it today. And as of this recording, they still have not shipped it. So I'm not getting this game until at least fucking Tuesday because they're not going to deliver on a weekend and Monday is a holiday. Now, you're probably listening to this on at least Sunday because that's when these episodes are released. So if you're listening to this on day one, I probably still don't have it. If you're listening on day two, I still don't have it. If you're listening on day three, I might have it, but we'll see. I also don't have Tony Hawk for the same reason. My day has been very, very angry. Fucked up my weekend. Thank God for Wasteland. Otherwise, I would just be a, 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 a big ball of rage. Which would make me more angry because my rage would remind me of the Hulk. Exactly. And you, you, you know, someone might say to you, hey, Matt, I'm just playing devil's advocate, you know. Why don't you just buy it online? Buy like a digital copy. And then you would tell them. I would tell them, no, I like to own my games and put them on my shelf and display them because I find it sexy. It is. Having a big collection definitely gives me a heart on. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was a little bit of news. I like to. I know uh, in the uh, in the Nintendo sphere there was some news. Um, there was a big yeah nothing major. Uh, Mario Mario uh, Direct. It was Nintendo Direct, but it was kind of Mario. It was a little direct. It was a it was a little it was a small direct. Nothing major. It was a little one of those indie directs. Okay. Yeah, one of those indie directs. Just talking about some indie game called Mario. Nobody's ever heard of this guy. 35 years supposedly they've been around. Yeah, Mario is 35. I want to talk to you about some of the 
games that they uh, they mentioned on there because I like the only thing I'm hyped about really is the last one, which was 3D All Star Mario, which they're porting to the Switch, or I don't know if they're porting their because it kind of is in good graphics and whatnot. Um, I wouldn't say they're fully remastering it, but it's 64. I think they've. I think they have um, cleaned them up a bit, but I think that's about it. Other yeah. than that, I'm pretty sure it's just a straight port. No more BLJs for you backwards, long-jumping Mario Speedrun 64 fans out there. Um, but there's Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, uh, Galaxy 1. Um, yeah, I- no Mario Galaxy 2. Mario Galaxy 2. Um, Nintendo has no memory of that. It's unfortunate because I would love to play that i feel like that's the long is that is there green stars in galaxy one i don't remember i feel like there's an end game in galaxy two but i don't know if there is in galaxy one i don't i'm excited to play um all three games because i haven't played them on the original consoles ever because i never never played mario 64 i i never i played mario 64 on game boy you mean never DS? On, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I never played it on 64. I had it on my 64 when I was very young. But when I was very young, I would watch my mother play. And watching them, watching, you know, a scary game like that, because it was scary for a fucking, like, two-year-old, you know? I actually grew was fear it? of going down the tubes and Bowser's uh, lava sea. Or Bowser in the re- the lava sea, the second Bowser thing, or Bowser in the the sky, I, I I was terrified of that shit. And even now, if I play those games, I still get like that a little pit in my stomach when I play those levels, because there's there's some underlying fear I have for that. But my sister told me when I was when we had our, our Nintendo sixty four, um, my sister told me that if you climb the stairs long enough, you'll get to the top. Oh. And uh, I believed it for for too long. See, Matt, if you do a backwards long jump, you can get the, up those stairs without getting 70 stars. Yeah, well, you know what? You know what? I am a real man who got all the stars and completed the whole game. So, so I, I want to talk to you about a couple of the other games on there. Um, well, why don't we th- just go down the list? Okay, why don't we go down because, the list? Because I have the list, so we might as well just talk about everything. So, obviously, we've already talked about the 3D All-Stars collection. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which include 64, the best Mario, Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. Um, what we didn't wait, talk wait, about... Is that the best Mario 64, or Sunshine is the best Mario? Sunshine is the best Mario. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I agree with you because I haven't fully played it, but I feel like there's, there's legit because of how great all these 3D Mario games are. There's legit a, a plausible argument for all of the 3D Mario games to be, except for maybe 3D World. I don't know how good that was. Or 3D Land. Uh, uh, 3D Land was on the DS. 3D World was on the Wii U. 3D World is also really fantastic. Um, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I love Odyssey. I wouldn't put it up there with like the, the first like those four, including Galaxy 2. Yeah. No, there's a case to be made for all of them. Um, Sunshine, of course, is the only correct answer, but there's a case to be made for the others. Um, 
what we didn't talk about is um, this is a limited release, and the this collection will only be available until March 31st. After that, they're taking it off the eShop, and they're stopping production. So after that, you'll just have to buy the scraps left over in the game stores or used copies or what have you. Yeah, and those used copies are going to go for a hefty amount of money. Well, that's why oh. I already pre-ordered my copy. Oh, did you? I got to fucking get on that. Is it or is it too late? I don't know if it's too late, but I, I pre-ordered mine. Like it went live here in Canada. It went live. The pre-orders, like I think, a few hours later. Um, pre-ordered mine as soon as I saw it. Of course, comes out on the 18th. But the way my pre-orders at EB Games have been going, I will get it on September 29th. I I, I think that um, <laughs> you've done. I, you know, I just want to say one thing. I saw someone commenting on IGN's like thing saying 60 bucks for this 60 bucks American for this game but that's fucking ridiculous how can they uh charge 60 bucks for ports I'm, and then I commented on that saying if you wanted to buy all these games individually on their original consoles you have to pay twice as much as that yeah honestly I think Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube if you go on eBay to get a copy of it it's 60 bucks for a loose copy is it for a loose copy? No. I think it's for a loose copy. No. For a loose copy of 64, it's 35 bucks. Yeah. No. A loose copy of Sunshine would not be 60 bucks. Yeah, but who wants a loose copy of a fucking little disc like that? That's... Yeah, no. A loose copy of Sunshine would not be 60 bucks. Um, okay. Let's go through the games. Yeah, so, okay. The original Super Mario All-Stars, which uh, came out on the um, Super Nintendo... Um, and includes the first three Mario games, Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros. 2, Super Mario Bros., the lo- um, yeah, 2, the Lost Levels, and uh, Super Mario 3. That is now available on Switch Online. If you have Switch Online, um, you can now play that. Hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, not as interesting as... Um the 3d all-stars because those have been ported over a million times there's not much better graphics you can get no i'm saying though like if you want to play the original like three super mario bros games if you have switch online you can do that for free okay i didn't know it was free actually yeah they added it to their little collection of nes and snes games that you get for having switch online oh okay that sounds like fun fun time yeah um, and then Super Mario 3D World, um, plus a new expansion for it called Bowser's Fury. They missed out on a be- great um, pun, Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that will be released on February 21st, 2020. Um, alongside it, they will release um, Amiibos of Cat Mario and Cat Peach. Um I don't know if there is this a standalone release or if this is them adding Super Mario 3D World to 3D All-Stars as DLC, though. I assume it's a standalone release because that's, that's how 3D, the announcement came off. 3D World isn't on, is on the Wii, Wii U. The Wii U. So they're still making shit supporting the Wii U? Because what no. the fuck is Amiibos for? What are you talking about? Amiibos are for Switch. They they still make Amiibos. 
Do they? Yeah, they're those little collectible figurines. Yeah, but I thought you had to put them in for like act for like uh oh you can you know play Mario Party and Amiibo this ooh cool the Amiibo board on Mario Party oh so cool yeah that was for Wii U but they still make Amiibos so they're just basically collectible figures well some games still have the functionality where you tap on me an Amiibo on the Switch controller I think it's the left no the right stick oh I had no idea learn something new every day Get with the times, man. Sorry. Okay. What else? Um. Oh. Um. Mario Thirty Five is a Super Mario Battle Royale game where thirty five players try and be the last Mario standing. Um. This is not thirty five Mario's on a screen going through a level. This is thirty five people playing a Mario level at the same time, and you have to be the one. Who doesn't die? Defeating enemies sends them to other players' screens. Yeah, it's hard for them. This. I don't know about this. What do you think about what? What's your opinion on this one? Um, it sounds a lot like Tetris ninety nine, and Tetris yeah. ninety nine is the best battle royale game. I mean, there's a lot. There's a there's very much room to argue that, but. No, Tetris 99 is the best Battle Royale game. In your opinion. Um, no, Tetris 99 is the best Battle Royale game. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Didn't have very much longevity, you know? People still play Tetris 99. What are you talking about? It's Tetris. I know people, will be pl- people will be playing Tetris 100 years after we're all dead. You know what they're not going to be playing 100 years from now? PUBG. <laughs> Fortnite. Apex. But you know what they will be playing? Tetris. Yeah, but that's Tetris, not Tetris 99. If people are still playing Tetris, there will still be an audience for Tetris 99. <laughs> but stuff like... I don't know like... an audience there is for people watching Tetris, though. Yeah, but people playing Tetris is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. People make video games be played. Oh, I know, but there's an audience to watch it as well. I know, but if if everybody only watched the games, no one would buy them, and um, they wouldn't make games anymore because they'd make no money. That's true. That's true. I, I see, says the blind man. Yeah. The, the game makers don't make money when you view their game on Twitch. It's, uh, I mean, it's a fair assessment. I, um, I'm sorry, Eric. Yeah. They get publicity. I I never argue with you anymore. It's a losing battle. (laughs) I know it is. (laughs) Okay. I learned all my argument techniques from Hunter, and nobody has ever beaten Hunter in argument ever. Whenever anybody tries to get into it with Hunter, boom. You just got bishop. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was a saying back when in our, uh, our elementary school. You just got bishop because he would fucking, he would literally school the teachers. Yeah, he would. The teacher would say something, and then he would correct them, and the teacher would get into it with them, and then boom, he'd win the argument. He'd win that debate, and he would go boom. You just got bishoped, and the whole class would stand up and clap. 
Oh, Hunter, Hunter. It was amazing. What a guy. What a guy. Love that, man. Anyway, the next thing I think is my favorite announcement. It's called Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. It's a it's an AR game toy set where basically you get either a Mario or a Luigi RC car and there's a camera on it and you use your switch to control it and it turns your house into a Mario Kart track. And you drive around your your house or your living room, wherever you're driving this thing around, and you look on your game screen, and the camera on the cart, you know, captures your room, and on the game screen, it adds in, you know, other racers and item boxes, and if, like, if, if you get hit by an item, your RC cart stops and stuff like that, and it's, I want one. See, I see where you're coming from, and this might be a con- first controversial opinion of the night. But I feel like this shit will get boring instantly. There's no longevity to this game or this toy. I feel like you get it, you play it once, you put it away, you'll never play it with it again. Why? You create your own Mario Kart track in your house, and your house becomes a Mario Kart track. Yeah, but I just, it's just. I guess maybe if you're not creative and can only think of a straight line track. <laughs> That's not true. I just don't. Then maybe there's no longevity. But if you're creative enough to come up with different track you know, layouts around your house, I think this is one of the most fun toys I've ever heard of. And it has just as much longevity as another any other kart racing game. Well, it's uh, – being a fellow dog owner, um, it, it might be uh, – hard to race with a dog you know in the house that's a new challenge uh, okay it's a new obstacle on the mario kart track okay listen i'm not i'm just not a fan of it i don't i don't find it super fun sounding to me um this is not like are you into rc cars have you ever played with an RC car? Yeah, I just don't find it fun. Okay, but have you ever played on with an RC car with a racetrack? No. I just don't think that um, driving around my house Perhaps. with an RC cars like because my I think you've been I think you've been playing with RC cars wrong. I mean, there's not a lot. There's furniture in the way. There's not a lot of places you can you go drive, to. You drive around the furniture. Yeah. You have to get creative, Joan. I know, but if you've been to my house, there's not a lot of creative tracks that you can make in my house. I bet you I can make a creative Mario Kart track in your house. With like a figure eight around the kitchen island? Like, fuck, dude. Like, there's not. No. I guarantee you I could make a creative track in your house. Now, hear me out, Matt. If this shit could go on walls... That would be fucking awesome. Listen, I will bet you $10 that I can make a creative non-figurate track in your house. Okay, when, the, when, COVID's, <laughs> when COVID's over, you can come over and make a non-figurate track in my house. I will. Okay, what else was there? Is that, or is that, that it? There was, I feel like there's... No, there is a new Game & Watch console. Remember Game & Watch? I do, from 
more from Smash Bros, but I know of the little system that used to come with. Yeah, well, they're really they're releasing a new little Game and Watch system. Game and Watch Super Mario is a Game and Watch handheld that plays Super Mario Bros, Mario: The Lost Levels, and a Mario version of the Game and Watch game, Game and Watch Ball. And apparently, this thing also functions as a clock. Uh, I mean, that seems pretty cool. I feel like it's going to be expensive. It's going to be a collector's item. Um, I'm sure this has also got... I feel like everything they did was like only available till this date. And it's like... I don't know. I just don't... This I have no interest in because if I want to play Mario on my handheld, I'll play you know, Mario on my Switch. Yeah. So why am I going to buy an extra For thing? For collectors. So I can have a clock? For collectors. I guess... But I'm a collector, and I, I have no interest in this. Yeah, but you don't collect game and watches, whereas like someone might be like, "Oh, I collect old fucking." I guess it. I guess if you collect, I guess if you collect game and watches. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was it was definitely. Um, it got my jibs in a in a bunch, and I was definitely uh, pitching a tent by the end of the uh, the stream. Um, well, stream's not over. Because there's a couple things I have left oh, to true, say. True, I thought those are all the Mario games. However, there will be um, Mario-themed stuff going on in other games to celebrate his most triumphant of birthdays. That's true. So, uh, from September 9th to 23rd, Mario Kart Tour will have a special Super Mario Kart event. And it will feature appearances by SNES Mario and SNES Donkey Kong Jr. from the original Mario Kart game. Um, a 35th anniversary themed Ninji speedrun course will arrive in Super Mario Maker 2 this November. Hmm. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will have an in-game online tournament using Super Mario series fighters, stages, and items in November and December. A Super Mario-themed Splatfest is coming to Splatoon 2 in January that asks the question, which Super Mario power-up do you prefer? Super Size with a Super Mushroom or become Invincible with a Super Star? Uh, that's fucking stupid. Imagine, imagine picking a power-up that doesn't make you invincible. I know, honestly. Uh, there, will also, there will also be special keychains and t-shirts available as a My Nintendo reward uh, closer to the Splatfest. And in March 2020, Mario-themed furniture will be available in Animal Crossing New Horizons. March 2021, you mean? That's what I said, I didn't I? 2020. Sorry. Well, even if I did, I did Roll the tape. No. Okay. That'd be great if we had tape. Um, there's also Puma has a uh, Mario 64-inspired shoe. Oh, yes. Which I thought looked fucking sexy as hell. Then I realized I have wide feet, so they probably won't fit that well. I'm sure they come in a variety of sizes. There's length, and then there's width. Puma is known for a very narrow shoe. I wouldn't know because I haven't worn sneakers since I was 11. Yeah, I probably should stop wearing sneakers. Like I used to wear only basketball shoes. And that's what these are. These are basketball shoes. Um, yeah. And then some NBA players will be wearing them during games. Yeah. I, I, Kyle Kuzma, right? I don't know which ones. Uh, no. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, the only other piece of news, Matt is my favorite NBA player of all time. 
Mr. Steve Nash, was hired as a head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Can you believe that? Um, I'm so proud of him. Sure. It's like, uh, it's like, it's yeah. like I've known him all my life, and he's grown up to be such a successful man. But um, I'm pretty sure he was successful when you met him. No, I you know, because he he was an NBA player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two-time MVP, Matt. Two-time MVP. Okay, shall we move on? We shall move on. What are we moving on to, Matt? What do you think we should move on to? Um, I thought we discussed this already, Matt. Stop embarrassing me. Well, um. I'm telling you to tell the people, stop being unprofessional. That's right. We're moving on to today's topic, which is unpopular opinions about popular topics in pop culture. Matt, would you like to spill the beans about your first choice? Your, your something's going to, I want something so juicy that someone's going to listen to this and be like, damn, that guy needs to die because he's that he thinks that way. That's how juicy I want this to be. Yes. Well, before I do that, I'm just going to expand a little on your wonderfully bland introduction to the topic. I told you, this is why um, I never introduce, <laughs> introduce things. I'm terrible at explaining things. You know what? You know what? I thought, you know, I'll give him a shot, you know, prove his worth as a co-guest host. And, you know, you proved me, you proved me right. Listen, I'm not here for you're the one that's here. I'm just here to keep you on track. Uh, you're you're the one that's supposed to explain things. Yes, because that's this is why I'm the primary guest host and you are just the co-guest host. <laughs> I was trying to help you. I was trying to help you. I was trying to give you an opportunity to prove to Hunter that you're not just a co-guest host. You you're a primary guest host. You know, on my level. But you know, I try to help, and this is what happens. I can I can do it again if you want. Um, no, it's okay. I'll just um, I will just say to the people. Basically, um, I'm sure most of you couldn't really guess what we're talking about based on Jonah's introduction. Is that um, we are going to give you our most controversial um, opinions, unpopular, if you will. Many of these will be. Most of them will be. I guess that's what's make that's what makes them controversial. The opinions, music opinions, TV opinions, and these will be opinions that the majority of you listeners will not only disagree with, but will ferociously and violently disagree with to such an extent that you might send us death threats. But we don't care because these are our opinions, and just because they're unpopular doesn't mean they're untrue. It just means we are smarter than all the sheep. No. Or, I mean, they're just op- opinions are opinions for reasons. You don't need to try to convince people that opinions, your opinion's wrong, my opinion's right. You can believe that yourself. But... Jonah, you can't be nice on a podcast where we're making unpopular opinions. You have to lean into listen, the controversy. Just a bait a bitch. Controversy creates I'm just cash. A bait a bitch. Listen, listen. Controversy creates cash, okay? The great Eric Bischoff said that, and you're not going to tell me that Eric Bischoff is oh, a liar. Really? Do you have any and any respect for that man? I do. Okay. I I, I when I, I said that okay. I was like okay he's gonna have at least a little bit of respect for that guy. Okay, Matt. Of course you, I do. Uh, he defeat he defeated 
Monday Night Raw for 83 straight weeks. True, true. Okay. The man knows something about controversy creating cash. And you're here trying to be nice on a podcast where we're trying to be controversial. Okay, what do you got, man? Okay, I'm going to start off with a banger of a controversial opinion. And my controversial opinion is that the original Halo trilogy are the worst three Halo games. Um, why is that? Because um, every other game that came after is just better. People hold them in such high esteem. And I'm not saying they're bad games. They're excellent games. Um, but Halo Reach is is better than 1, 2, and 3. Halo ODST is better than Halo 1, 2, and 3. And 4 and 5 are also better than 1, 2, and 3. That's quite controversial. I, I was See, I have no foot to stand on. I just would follow the sheep in the herd, you know, because I didn't. I never played Halo in the first place. Um, yeah. So I have no foot, no ground to stand on when if I were to argue in favor of the other things, because I was like, okay, how can you fucking say that, you fucking idiot? But in my opinion, I have, I can't, I don't know. I've heard from my brother yeah. his favorite Halo is ODST, but and he's played all the Halos, but. Yeah. Now you see, this is the thing, right? If I had said ODST is the best Halo, that's not really an unpopular opinion, right? People, most Halo fans generally agree that ODST or Reach is the best. I think Reach is the best. Um, but they would also say that um, 4 and 5 are nowhere near 1, 2, and 3. I am saying the opposite. I think 4 and 5 are better. They look better. The gameplay is much better. Okay, Halo 5 is one of the best playing first-person shooters on the market. If not the best of how great it plays. And going back, because I went back recently to play the older Halo games. Um, I just had a, a craving. Okay. And after playing five, it's there, you know, it's after playing four and five, it's not pleasant. I mean, I can see that, but there, any, a lot of old there, games you go back to. Um, it's going to be like that because you played such modernized versions of it that it's going to kind of feel kind of clunky and slow. Um, compared. Oh no, they don't feel slow. They don't feel slow. Just the shooting itself, which it, it's just, you know, people complain. These Halo fans complain four and five. The shooting isn't Halo. It's not good. It's not as good as the, it's so much better. I mean, that's, that's, I, 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 I can't, argue with or against you so um but that's just the, the herd of sheep that are purists and and think that the originals are always going to be better than when it when it comes to anything that the originals are always better than it's like okay season one of a show is always going to be the best of a show you know but that's not the case you can't be like oh season this show in season one was so good like the boys came out today and season one was so good. It's like, oh, season two can't be better. But I'm hearing it's so far, it's better than season one was. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Halo 3 is the best of the original trilogy. Um, but Halo 3 is also the third worst. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
go along the same lines as you. Um, I know you would disagree with me on this one. Um, this is Call of Duty, the best Call of Duty in my opinion by a landslide. I haven't had more fun in any other Call of Duty besides this one is Black Ops 2. Um, that is an unpopular opinion. Black Ops 2, not only did it have the best zombies, uh, wait, there was way too minimal in Black Ops 1. Black Ops 2 zombies were perfect, not too confusing like Black Ops 3 and 4. Perfect amount of confusing. <laughs> the gunplay was the best. I went around with 10 classes. I had 10 classes of guns that I would use and just swap every game I played because there was such a vast variety of pl- like guns that you could use. Of course, there was the overpowered guns like the MSMC and the M8, but there was something about all these guns where I could do well with all of them. There was also league play, which was by far the funnest ranked like uh, kind of thing, I guess, in any Call of Duty I've played. It's the best, it's the most well done I've played. Whereas like you can go online, you could play your online matchmaking, like search and destroy, fuck around. And then I, you can go online the league play and play try your fucking ass off and have a good time and get ranked accordingly because it's, it's a, was a well-made rank system. And I just had so much fun. There's, there's not any COD I've played with more hours than Black Ops 2. What do you think, Matt? That's a pretty unpopular opinion. I, that, isn't that the point, though? And I'll tell, I'll tell you how I know that's a very unpopular opinion. I've read a lot of lists in my life because I enjoy reading lists. And I've read a lot of Call of Duty lists, and I have never, not a single time in my entire life, have ever heard anybody say that Black Ops 2 is the best Call of Duty game. I mean, it's just my opinion. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen it ranked in the top five. So that's a pretty unpopular opinion. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, my, my good friend of mine, Stevie, also thinks Black Ops 2 was the best because of the whole rank system. After Black Ops 2 was league play, when we were like, there's game battles, which is like the actually competing for money and shit. You don't have to, but that's like the upper echelon where you go into private matches and you create your own lobby and you two v two some some team or four v four some team. We wanted, we were waiting and looking at like Call of Duty Ghost. I think was the next one um, after Black Ops. I'm, that one's terrible. Um, and we were like, okay, Call of Duty Ghost. We're gonna play it. It's, hopefully, they adapt what they did in Black Ops 2's league play. Call of Duty Ghost, I feel like people think it's a better game than it actually is. Um, Nobody likes Call of Duty I feel Ghosts. like it's got more respect than it than most people. Like, it's got more respect than you think. And then Black Ops 3 came out. I was... No, I'm pretty sure Ghost is like... After, I think other than like Infinity or Infinite Warfare, I'm pretty sure Ghost is like the next most hated Call of Duty. Nah, that's... that. Yeah, I think it is. But, and, I've I've never seen anyone say anything good about Ghost. No, I, I don't like it at all. I fucking hated it. Um, then I got Black Ops 3 the next year. I loved it at first. And then just the wall running, um, the stuff just kind of got a bit, and it, it, it's gone down the list. So Black Ops 2 was um, was my favorite. Black Ops 1, I, it was my favorite before that. Um, then I go back to it. It feels a little clunky in my opinion. Um, but 
I still love Black Ops 2 and it will always go. I just think people are purists and be like, oh, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, World at War, all the best CODs. And I'm like, yeah, they're great CODs, but is there, I just didn't have, like there's so much fun I've had. There's more fun in any other COD in Black Ops. There's more fun I've had in Black Ops 2 than any other COD. And that's why I believe for me, and I'm allowed to say this, this is my unpopular opinion. And I can, I can say that knowing it's an unpopular opinion, Black Ops 2 is the best COD. That's pretty unpopular. What you got for me, brother? Now this one, this one is extremely unpopular. Um, and I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. okay. That's the part of the show, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Microtransactions are not bad. Okay. I'm going to leave now. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's my unpopular opinion. Microtransactions, microtransactions in a game are not bad. Uh, loot boxes are yeah, bad, that's what, but, uh, people got to differentiate. Between loot boxes, yeah, there is a difference. There is there is a difference. Between, yeah, there is a difference between a loot box and a microtransaction. A loot box is you paying um, for a slot machine, basically, of stuff to get. A microtransaction is here's this thing that will give you if you pay, you know, a dollar or two dollars or five dollars, whatever, right? You pay and you get exactly what you paid for. Not here, pay for this and you might get one of these ten things. Loot boxes are bad. Microtransactions are not bad. In fact, they're actually a good thing because you like multiplayer games, right? Yeah, of course. Well, guess what? Multiplayer games are expensive <laughs> to make because not only do they have to make the game, but then they have to maintain the game with content updates and hot fixes and the servers. And that costs money. Money that if they just sold you the game, they wouldn't have. So they need a little something, something. And so as long as it's not a loot box or pay to win, there's nothing wrong with microtransactions. If you don't want to pay for them, you can just ignore them and they don't affect the game at all. Stop complaining, people, you entitled douchebags. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, like pay to win. I hope you're not talking about like pay to win because like if you're talking about like skins and shit, um, there's a certain extent I agree to that because I'll harp back on Apex where it's like twenty dollars for a skin. That's outrageous, and I know they have to make a living. Yeah, yeah, that is outrageous. That's not really a microtransaction though. That's basically that's a DLC macro at that point. Yeah, that's a macro transaction. Macro transactions, no thanks. Okay, I was just, I was gonna hop. I was just gonna be like, okay, I hope you're not talking about pay to win because I don't want to buy some. I don't want some no. gun to come into the store and be like, buy this gun, buy it now, and it's really good. And then a month later, once you can't no. get it anymore, we'll patch it and make it shit like the rest of them. Yeah, no, pay to win is not good, and loot boxes are not good. But regular micro transactions are fine. There's nothing wrong with them at all. If you don't like them, you ignore them. Um, if you feel like you really want something and want to buy it, great. Go ahead. Support the devs. They use that money to um, you know, pay for the next hotfix. You know, that just costs money. Um, I mean, that's, that's fair. Um, I think that people relate microtransactions to loot boxes too much, and there's a difference. 
Um, I think. Yeah, that's because they're stupid, and that's why this is an unpopular opinion. Exactly. I'm going to stay um, with the video game thing. And this is not so much an unpopular opinion as a truth, and it might be unpopular truth, is that mm-hmm. I didn't play a Zelda game until Breath of the Wild. Okay. I guess that is a truth. Um, now, I love Breath of the Wild. It's one of my favorite games of all time. 100% I, I yep. truthfully and legitimately 100% it. Um, yeah. I just don't think I would enjoy the other Zelda games if I went back to them as much as I enjoy Breath of the Wild, even though I know how much people say they're masterpieces. Um, but well, there's never been a bad Zelda except, for, yeah. except the CDI, except the oh, CDI games. Yeah. Even two, two's not a bad game. Two is a bad Zelda game, but it's still a good game. <laughs> um, like I never had the chance to. I had, of course, like I had a GameCube. I and uh, N64, and my dad and my brother, when they were very little, played Ocarina of Time. Um, but I just never got into it. And even when my brother bought the remake of Ocarina of Time on the DS and um, had ample opportunities on the Switch to get, I don't even know if there's ports on it, but like even ample opportunities on the uh, other, you know shit like ports that have come over on like the 3ds and shit like that i just never was interested. yeah the virtual I was never interested and that's why i'm i'm hoping that for the 35th anniversary of zelda coming up um they're gonna do sort of a 3d all-star game for zelda for something like majora's mass skyward sword kind of thing so I can give those a chance and not kind of be closed-minded. And uh, could you imagine if they could fit more than one Zelda game on one cartridge? That'd be fucking master engineering. I mean, they're big fucking cartridges now. Breath of the Wild was still massively huge compared to other Zelda games. I feel like I know, but could you imagine? Like, okay, so what? You're going to put three giant Zelda games on a cartridge? There's no way three Zelda games fit on a cartridge. You don't think so? No. Maybe you can fit Ocarina and Majora's Mask on one cartridge. Listen, I, I feel like they if they could do it, I hope they do it. So, um, I, I know that that's not really an unpopular opinion. I just thought that it might be a shock to some people's senses that, oh, wow, this guy loves video games. Never played Zelda before that. It's like... I think if anyone's listening to this podcast, they know you don't know that much about video games. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, like it, it was, it was opportunity and lack of interest, kind of. And it wasn't until uh, I kind of wish that I played them all now because how much I love Breath of the Wild, but I feel like Breath of the Wild is so above and beyond what a game is nowadays. That yeah, but Breath of the Wild is not even the best Zelda game though. I know, supposedly Ocarina of Time is, but... Ocarina of Time's up there. I think Wind Waker's the best. I mean, watch... This is my problem with this is my problem with Breath of the Wild, is the fucking dungeons suck. I don't mind the dungeons, actually. I hate... I, I don't... I want, reg, I want regular dungeons. Those aren't dungeons. I want regular, du- like, Zelda dungeons. 
I mean, I thought they were very, it was very awesome. What the whole game, I would, I, I just didn't want it to end. I was sad when it did. Okay. What do you got next, Matt? Okay. This one, this one is gonna, this one's gonna ruffle some feathers. Um, are you ready for your feathers yeah, to be ruffled, I'm, I'm people? I'm fucking ready, dude. Okay, my next unpopular opinion is that Spider-Man 3 is good. <laughs> I love how that's an unpopular opinion, because it's true. <laughs> um, it's not a good movie, but it's entertaining. I'll give you that. No, it is a good movie. Uh... It's not as good as the first two. It's not even close to the first two. But it's a good movie. It's well made. Okay. It's a good movie. Sandman is an excellent villain. Okay. His origin scene, the birth of Sandman, when he becomes Sandman, that's one of the best scenes in any comic book movie ever. Okay. Yeah. The Venom stuff kind of brings it down. But can you tell me with a straight face, is there anybody out there who watched emo Peter Parker dancing down the street who didn't watch that and was wildly entertained by it. Maybe not for the reason they I wanted, but still. Emo Peter Parker was the cringiest shit you could ever think of. No, no. Go back and watch it again, man. When he, okay, him walking down the street doing his little stupid dance, giving everybody the finger guns is one of the funniest things you'll ever see in a Spider-Man. I feel like you, you, the popular opinion for that scene is massive cringe. And uh, that no. in itself is an unpopular opinion. Um, but I, I, you know, I find it, I, the movie's entertaining. I just don't think it's a good superhero movie. In the, in the realm of great superhero movies, it isn't in the even good superhero movies. It, it's not in there. It's like C tier in superhero movies. No, it's not. No. No, it's a solid B tier movie. It's a solid B tier. That is movie. being very generous, I think. No, it's a it, it is a absolutely a solid B. Okay. Spider-Man 3 is a good movie. <laughs> you know what? It's that it's fair. I I respect your opinion. Um it is definitely unpopular. Um yeah. Well, it's cuz people are wrong. Okay, they don't like it because it's 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 a big step down from the first two. I'll admit that, but to say it is a bad movie or a poorly made movie is ridiculous. It is a good movie. It is an entertaining movie. It is a well made movie. Okay, the effects still hold up wonderfully today. Okay, the action scenes are good. It is a good movie. Okay, well, Matt, I got I got one for you. I don't know your opinion on this topic, okay? I don't mm -hmm. know what you think, so I could seriously offend you. I know also I'll uh, offend an old friend of mine that probably doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, yeah, fuck him. Harry Potter is a boring, repetitive series, whether it's a book. I have never seen a single Harry Potter movie other than the first two. Then you've seen them all because they're the same – I feel like they, a lot of young adult movies are like this. And I feel like Harry Potter was the first. I also don't – I also – I don't remember a single thing about I, – I remember like two things. No, I, I didn't watch – I haven't watched all of them. Don't get me wrong. But I know the stories 
I can't, I mean, I haven't read them in a long time. I just know that all the stories follow the same story arc, just tweak it a little bit and the hero wins in the end. That's all it is. And it's just the same shit for all eight, nine, whatever. And the fact is, this was the first young adult movie that truly made it like big, you know, this is before Hunger Games, before Twilight and people were fucking goo goo gaga over this shit. And I just think Harry Potter, as wonderful a world it is and how alive and wonderful the world is, the story is fucking boring. It's repetitive. Um, Just watch Lord of the Rings if you're going to watch something about like wizards and, and, uh, and magic. Lord of the Rings is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Harry Potter does not compare to to anything. It's yeah. Don't don't even don't even mention Lord of the Rings in the I'm same sorry. sentence. I'm so Harry sorry. Potter. Uh, That's what offends me more than your Harry Potter okay. opinion. I, I don't feel care like about people Harry Potter. saying. Although, um, if people compare to Harry, to Lord of the Rings, they need to get be shot out of a cannon because uh, yeah. Like, bro, like Lord of the Rings won an Oscar. Like every Oscar. That's not even a joke. Look it up. The third Lord of the Rings movie was nominated in every category. And like it won in every category. Listen, it, I'm, I've seen a, um, one of my favorite shows in, the, in recent times has been The Magicians, which people can like call an adult Harry Potter, which I find insulting because it is so much more original than Harry Potter will ever be. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I've only seen the first two, and I'm not even sure I've seen all, like, I I know for a fact I have seen the second Harry Potter from beginning to end. I don't remember anything about it other than the end, and I'm not sure if I've seen the first one from beginning to end. I know I've seen parts of it, but, like, it's all very hazy, and I just don't care. Now, please don't hate me for saying this if you love Harry Potter, and don't stop listening to the podcast because you, you hate one of our opinions. Just let us know. We, the thing you'll, some things you'll notice about this episode is that me and Matt are not going to agree on everything, right? And we're going to argue a little bit here and there, if if we haven't already. Um, but guess what? We're still friends after that. We're still going to be there for Hunter. We're still playing video games all the time after this, because we're allowed to have. Yeah, not Avengers, <laughs> but soon. Not because we don't soon. want to. Not yeah, soon, soon. Yeah, by the time I by the time that fucking comes in the mail, we'll have to fucking record the next episode. Um, but the thing is, just because we have different opinions on something, and these are unpopular opinions, so one of us are bound to disagree with each other. Does not it does not mean that we can hate on each other or we have hate for each other because that is the last thing we just disagree with some things, and that is what we want to tell you is that just because you disagree with us. Don't hate us. Just, you know, leave a comment on the podcast saying, hey, I think that this is this. And, you know, your opinion is greatly appreciated. Yeah. You can leave us a voice message. We'll tell you how at the end of this episode. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, My next unpopular opinion, I don't want to go too much into it. Um, It's a very straightforward opinion. Yet it is very unpopular. It's going to be very unpopular with uh, certain uh, crowds in the video game circles. Um, I think Earthbound sucks. Um, definitely. I think it's I think it's the most overrated SNES game. Um, 
frankly, it's one of the most overrated games ever. I don't know. I think it's I I think it's boring. I think uh, you know the gameplay. It's not as good as other RPGs on the SNES. Hell, it's not as good as other RPGs on the NES. Um, <laughs> and the story's not that great either. Very confusing. It's just it's it people people think it's people talk about it like it's some groundbreaking, you know, innovative RPG story. It's not. It, you it's know really what I not. Down to compared to it's the Citizen Kane of video games. That's a great comparison. <laughs> um, I don't know why people love Citizen Kane. Or th- I had to watch Citizen oh, I'm Kane. I'm so sorry. I don't think I've ever watched it fully. Um, You're lucky. People say Citizen Kane is one of the greatest movies ever made. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's well made, but it's so fucking yeah. boring. Like, like, yeah, sure. It might be the most well-made movie of all time, although probably not because there's so many, you know, you know, budgets and technology. So it's probably not even that anymore. It's well-made, sure, but you know, I'm pretty sure the primary objective of a movie is to entertain people, and it does not do that. Um. Anyway, yeah, Earthbound sucks. That's my unpopular opinion. Yeah. It's not even close to the best SNES game. It's not even close to the best SNES RPG. I know. Okay. Here's my next opinion. We don't have to go like your your last one. We don't have to go into much detail. I know you disagree with it. The best video game controller of all time is the original Xbox controller. <laughs> the Duke? No, I'm just kidding. It's it's a GameCube controller. And if you don't if you disagree with that, um, I know you think it's the NES controller. It's the GameCube controller is the best video game no. controller. The super, the Super Nintendo controller is the best video game controller of all time. I just think that the the thing about um, the Xbox, the original Xbox controller, super comfy, way too fucking big. The yeah, the, Duke. the um, GameCube controller just fits so perfectly into your hands. And I don't know if that's a popular opinion or an unpopular opinion, but it is an opinion. It's definitely a hot definitely take. A hot take. Um, I just felt like the buttons felt good to press. The I, they have the greatest triggers in the in the history of. Oh, they they just were so satisfying. The just the you know. Oh, dude! I mean, I never played. Um, I never played any like shooters on, on it or anything. But um, I just love me a GameCube controller. If I could play like every game on my like Xbox One as with a GameCube controller, I probably would. Yeah, I like the GameCube controller. I do. A lot of people don't like it. I, I, I like it. I wouldn't call it the best, but I would definitely put it in the top 10. Um, yeah. I mean, besides, like, I've had a scuff controller. Those are wonderful, but that's not uh, – the, these controllers cost way too much nowadays. Okay. Next one, Matt. Okay. Um, my next unpopular opinion goes to the realm of television, and – now this is going to be a doozy of an unpopular opinion. I feel like I'm um, gone. Okay. Um, season one was the only good season of Game it. of Thrones. I knew you were going to say that. Now. Yeah, it's the only it's the only season that had a clear cut protagonist. It's the only season that had a coherent plot. Every other season um, added more characters. Um, 
killed off more characters needlessly, um, had too many uh, plots going on at once. Um, there was no like main character that you knew this is the protagonist of the show. This is this is who we're following. It was a jumbled mess. There's too many realms. It's not a good show. Okay. And it's not some groundbreaking fantasy show either. It's 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 like it's mostly like season two and onward is is pretty standard fantasy, you know, tropes, just with more politics. Season one was at least different from other fantasy yeah, stuff. After that, like it Here's where, where I stand on that. I see why people love it so much. I just, and there's nothing I have, I, I have wrong with like a bunch of different, like a whole slew of casts, right? That, oh, this person could die at any time. Not that they, they did or they're going to, but there's just something about like this show and Westworld as well that I just kind of feel like they over overthink it to the point where it's confusing and it's so hard to follow and it's like it's not i don't need like a single protagonist i just need you know a coherent story or like a coherent um plot with different you know a straight line let's say there's a straight line that's the plot and there's all these other bunch of lines that kind of dart out of the plot that come back together at the end of the season I just felt like there were so many fucking lines that darted out of the plot of Game of Thrones and Westworld as well that are just so fucking incoherent and so hard to understand that it's not worth the watch. It's, it's, it, you literally need a fucking mind map to, to figure out who's who, who's connected to what, what's, who's related to who, who fucked who, who yeah. killed who. It's a, yeah, right. It's it's dumb, it's dumb. Um, it was a bad show. Season one was good. It was a bad show. Okay, this is right. Everybody's saying, "Oh, season eight was so it was so bad." What happened to season eight? What happened to the writers? How did they make season eight when they made the whole other show? No, season eight is the same quality as all the other seasons. You just didn't notice until then. I, I see. I don't. I stopped watching because after season three, I was like, it's just too confusing. For me, it's just, it was just too, and not that I'm stupid, because I'm a smart boy, but it's just too confusing. It's just not worth the hassle. I don't want to, when I watch TV, I don't want to think that much. I want to think to a certain extent, but have kind of taken, like, I want to be taken away into world, not taken into world and have to solve an equation to figure out what's going on. Yeah. It was not groundbreaking. It was it was so cliched and 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 I think South Park South Park knew it immediately because because their their Game of Thrones parody is spot on where everybody's walking through gardens talking about betrayal and then they get betrayed and then they promise things and 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 build th- build up cool things that they don't that don't show up for like seven fucking years. It's just it was not. It's not a good show. Like, there's confusing, like, Lost is confusing, right? But there's a certain extent to every, at least that show has a certain mystery to it. And everything gets answered, not to satisfaction. Yeah. And the, the whole killing characters thing, right? There's nothing wrong with killing characters if it serves a narrative purpose. But at a certain point, Game of Thrones was killing people off just to shock the audience. Yeah, there was a couple. I mean, there's the, the Red Wedding, I just... It's like, you know, you're, 
you're you get attached to characters like oh i want this guy to die you know it's like and then he, oh he eventually dies oh i'm so happy it's, yeah no yeah same thing south park said it best in their in their game of thrones parody you can't die everybody really likes you yeah it's like the most most beloved characters didn't die even when they did die trust me even when they did die they didn't die um Anyway, go ahead. What's your next unpopular opinion? Um, people are gonna. I feel like this episode is just like we shouldn't put it up because people are gonna fucking hate us. And uh, no, come on. Um, go. I don't think Pulp Fiction was a good movie. I just okay. You're you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna go on further. That's it. What's your next one? Okay, um, I don't think Forrest Gump is a good movie. Okay, you're fired. <laughs> okay, that's we're we're on we're even now. Okay. Okay, okay, we're even. We even each okay. other out. Because that's one of my favorite movies of all time, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, Pulp Fiction is one of my favorite movies of all like time. We both took an equally big shot at each other's like dicks or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay. That's fair. Okay. What's your next one? Um, I think most Coen Brother movies are bad. Okay, you're fired <laughs> again. Besides The Big Lebowski, No Country for Old Men, and True Grit, I didn't. I don't think I've ever liked a, another Coen Brother movie. You don't like Fargo? That's that's an exception. I haven't seen Fargo, so. Uh, okay. Well, you have to see Fargo. You don't like Burn no. After Reading? How could you know that's their best movie? No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's their best movie. No, it's not. Burn After Reading is their best movie. I just think Coen Brothers is like Will Smith. They haven't made a good movie in the 21st century. Of course they have. True Grit. Okay, sorry. Besides one. Just like Will Smith has made Men in Black 3. So. Okay, what do you, what do you got? <laughs> Okay, my next unpopular opinion is that the Mandarin twist in Iron Man three is great. I don't think it. I don't think it needed to be in there, but it doesn't take away from the movie. Like people say, it does. Yeah, pe- people hate it. People think it's the worst thing to ever happen. Well, guess what? Um, if they had actually put the comic book Mandarin in the movie, that would have been the most racist thing to ever appear in a big-budget PG blockbuster. And the Mandarin twist was a clever, funny subversion of expectations. That's true. But, um... I don't know. Um... I feel like, um... We should just do one more each, okay? Because, <laughs> uh... Why I got so many unpopular opinions. Okay, I mean you can go off. I just don't want to be hated and lose all our audience because they hate. It. We're not going to lose all our audience. Okay, we'll see in the numbers. They know what they're they they know what they're getting into. Um, we'll see in the numbers next week, Matt. Um, yeah. Okay. Besides, it's Hunter's. It's Hunter's audience. Yeah, but this is this is okay. This was his idea, but um. 
I think that it's running a fine line where it's like, okay, these people, like, again, please, this, these are just our opinions, and it doesn't, it doesn't make us who we are as a human being. I think our unpopular opinions will drive up um, listenership because they'll want to tune in to hear what crazy thing we say next. Yeah, like in the, in that, um, what's that Howard Stern movie? Like, uh, listeners who liked him listened for an hour and a half. Listeners who didn't like him listened for two and a half hours. See? Um, there you go. So let's keep going. Um, but yeah, it's if, you know, if you find us entertaining up till now and you're listening and you disagree, um, we'll get back to being entertaining and not annoying you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, come on, piss some more people off, Jonah. What's I'll your next piss one? You off. Uh, reality TV is the best form of television. Okay. This is just, this isn't even opinion. This is just wrong. <laughs> um, I, there's certain times where I find it's that I need, I can watch a TV show. Like at nighttime, I'll watch a TV, like a regular TV show, but during the day, and shit like that reality tv like 90 day fiance it just makes you feel good about yourself even when people look better than you on tv their lives are so much shittier than yours and it makes you feel good about yourself reality tv is a form of of trash that i know and everybody knows is trash but you still watch it because you want to see that trash because you want to feel better about yourself no matter how shitty your life is there's some reality TV show out there that is makes your life look like fucking peaches and cream. Okay, I'm confused by your opinion here because it sounds like you like reality TV, okay, which is an unpopular opinion in and of itself. But you worded this. You said that reality television is the best form okay, of television. I, I, I might have misworded it. So are you, te- like are you, are you telling me? Are you telling me your opinion is that you would rather watch something on TLC than The Boys? No, not a fucking chance. Okay, you've, you've won me over. <laughs> please, please, then either please, okay, check yourself or reword this terrible, terrible okay. opinion. Um, uh, reality, what I wrote down was reality TV and game shows are some of my favorite show, things to watch. Um, oh, yeah, no, game shows are great. Like every game, I've watched so many game shows. Like I've binge watched a bunch of game shows. But like reality TV, whether it's when I was when I was a kid, I was when I was a kid, I wanted to uh, be a game show host. Really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to be an actor. I didn't want to be anything. I, I just wanted to host a game show. Um, like because I, I I like reality TV, and I don't think it's the best form of television because I'd much rather watch shows like what are some of the shows I've been watching? I've just finished season two of Hannah. Um, I highly recommend that. Please, Matt. You have Amazon Prime. You you need you you, you watching it's free. Um, just for, I'll watch Hannah when you watch The Witcher. Okay, I'll take a picture when I start watching The Witcher. Okay, and then I'll take a picture of me watching Hannah. Okay, and I'm gonna quiz you so I know you watched all yeah, of the I'll episodes. Yeah, I'll quiz you too, so I know you watch. Okay. All the upstairs. Okay. It's a deal. It's a deal. Um, and we'll do this quiz on next week's podcast if Hunter will have us back 
because I will binge watch. No, I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch two whole seasons of Hannah in a week. I have to watch the boys. Hey, listen, there's only three episodes this week of the boys. Oh yeah, I forgot. Which. Well, that, that that reminds me of my okay. unpopular opinion. That reminds me of my unpopular opinion. Because I knew that would remind you of something. Um, oh, you still have more to say about reality TV? I just want to make it clear. When I, Why? I, I just want to make it clear, people, that when I said that reality TV is the best form of television, it was a kind of, not a Freudian slip, but a mis, mistranslation of me being stupid and trying to be kind of bombshell. What I meant to say is I enjoy yeah. reality TV. It is a form of television that relaxes me, makes me feel better about yourself, myself. And when that happens, it's always a good time. Yeah. Okay, well, my next unpopular opinion is that binge watching a television show is the worst thing to happen to television ever. Um, I don't know if it's the worst thing to happen to television ever. Okay, it's the second worst. The worst is the Kardashians. <laughs> that's, that's um, oh, by the way, I do a great, I do a great Kardashian impression. I do an impression of a Kardashian, any Kardashian, at any restaurant. Okay. Be a be a waiter at a restaurant, and I'll be a Kardashian. Okay, let me. Uh, uh, would you like a refill on your water? Um, no, um, but uh, I, I've chosen uh, what I'd like to order to eat. What would you like to eat, ma'am? Um, just give me the darkest meat you have. <laughs> oh, my God. That is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it is horrible. Anywho, yeah, binge watching is the worst because everybody watches the show in a weekend and – that's it. The show's over. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Nobody's discussing anything. Like, this isn't this isn't a good way to watch a television show. Is it nice to be able to watch a whole season of a show in in two days? Sure. Is it is it good? No. You need you need the weekly release. That way you watch it, right? Then you have a week to digest, to discuss, to anticipate, and to hype up the next episode. These things become events, you know. Everybody hypes up Stranger Things, and then a week later, nobody's talking about it anymore. Yeah, like, um, here's my take on it, is that, you know, me and my dad and my brother watch a show. And um, we try our best to space it out and give it time. But when a show is good, it, like, intrigues us enough. Not intrigues us, but we like a show enough where it's like, okay, we have to watch another one. Um, I'll give you an example, like, when Umbrella Academy came out a few weeks ago, um, we had trouble. Yeah, we like watched one, and we had trouble watching it a second one. And my brother works early in the morning; he has to get up at six in the morning. So we try to time it out. So when we watch an episode, so we were watching Hannah. It took us about like two or three weeks to watch eight episodes of Hannah because not every day we'd watch it because we'd say we're not gonna not gonna watch Hannah today. But when we did watch Hannah. We'd watch it at like nine o'clock because at 10 o'clock he'd have to get into bed. So like once we're finished it, he has to get into bed. We don't have a choice but to watch only one episode because we want to extend and save it. I feel like binge watching doesn't allow us to do that. But when it's on a weekly basis or what the boys are doing, they're releasing three of them once a week. Um, it forces you to, and you can savor it and kind of, be clamoring at oh i wonder what's gonna happen next and there's no there's no like 
oh, that was such a sick cliffhanger. Let's just binge the next episode. Um, yeah, no. Listen, when before The Mandalorian came out and they announced it was going to be a weekly thing, people complained. They made the absolute right decision because people were talking about The Mandalorian for months. No, I know. Um, I, I started watching it back, I think, when the like the final two episodes came like came out um so i still had the opportunity to binge it but i wanted to say i like i said i wanted to savor it but it was so hard to do though because i had that option i was like oh i just want to watch the next episode and i ended up watching like the whole season in a week and i I just felt like now i gotta wait till next season and it's just over with before you know it it's like you waited a like a year for the new season just to be it to be over for in a couple days it's just not worth it binge watching a show is like shooting your water yeah it's not satisfying for anybody involved (laughs) that's fair i feel like um you're gonna do something uh but we'll save it for next week um yeah i think you know what we're talking about we'll we won't let the viewers know or the listeners know until next week I don't know what you're talking um, about. Because you've got some more uh, shit that you want to – unpopular opinions you want to get off your chest. Do you have no more unpopular opinions? Well, I have a couple, but uh... – Well, I can just – I can breeze through most of these. Okay. Most of these are just unpopular because it's like I'm saying something that people love sucks because it okay. does. Let me hear it. Okay, my first unpopular opinion is that Skyrim is probably the most overrated RPG of all time. It wasn't even the best RPG released that year. Okay. What yeah. was? Kingdoms of Amalur was released like three months later. Oh. And uh, it was much better than Skyrim. Skyrim has um, your standard fucking um, fantasy setting that every other Western fantasy tries to look like. Fucking bland um Walmart variety, Lord of the Rings. Um, the combat is absolutely atrocious, and the graphics have never been good. <laughs> in all eighty-four releases of it. Yeah, in all eighty-four releases, the graphics have never been good. You have to mod it to get good graphics. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, Kingdoms Kingdoms Vamilar was the far superior RPG. What it didn't do well because it came out so close to Skyrim, which is a crime because it had uh, a colorful art style um which made the graphics timeless um it had excellent fucking combat um and it had a unique uh unique uh, fantasy setting can i just say something that a ghost lives in my room and turns on my xbox every night that's weird i i don't know why i don't know if it's a f- my fan um but my fan doesn't blow on my Xbox. But every night, my Xbox will turn on at a random time. It's like, oh, it's a ghost time to play Xbox. And it's like, like it just turned on. And it freaked the shit out of me. Yeah. Wow. That's weird. Anyway, let's talk about me. Okay. Um, my next unpopular opinion is that um, the only thing that Dark Souls games have going for them is their difficulty. Other than that, there's nothing special about them. The graphics are meh, the art style is bland, and the plot is non-existent unless you search in-game for all of the lore items, which is a slog. 
you could say the same thing about Destiny, though, with the plot is non-existent. Yeah, but there's at least some cutscenes in Destiny. There's a story in the campaign. Oh. And at least, the you know, it's fun. It's a good-looking game. That's true. Okay, what else do you got for me? Oh, this... Here, this one's a doozy. You're not prepared for this one. Am I not? Duke Nukem Forever was not as bad as everyone said it was. I... I don't know who said Duke Nukem sucks. Duke Nukem Forever, people said was like the worst game. Like people said it was one of the worst games ever. Not even close. Okay. It's a solid, you know, it came out on the PS3, you know, and its gameplay style was more retro like esque, like more like a, a game that would come out like more like how F- FPS games used to be, like mm-hmm. bef- like in previous gens. That doesn't make it bad. It was a solid game with solid uh, gameplay um, and a Duke Nukem plot and, and, and Duke Nukem as a character. It was, it was, it's not even close to, to what people said it was. It's a solid 7 out of 10. I mean, 7 out of 10 isn't great, but... But it's, people said this was like the worst game ever. Ever? Yeah, they said it's one of the worst games of all time. Okay. It was routinely on like, like the... It was routinely featured on lists like top 10 worst, you know, games of the generation. It's not even close. Okay. That's fair. It's not one of the worst ever. No, not even close. Solid 7 out of 10, which is pretty good. Pretty okay. I wouldn't say good. Yeah. No, 7 is good. (laughs) 6 is okay. 5 is average. You said that. I feel like 8 or 9 is good. 7 is... No, 8 is great. 8 is great. Nine is outstanding. Is this, Ten is, is perfect. This the IGN scale. This just it, like think about it though. This is just what makes sense. If it's ten, then ten out of ten has to be perfect, That's true. right? So nine out of ten has to be slightly less than perfect, so it would be outstanding or amazing. So eight would be great. Seven would be good. Six is okay. Five is average because it's right in the middle. Everything below that is bad. I just always felt like five was not worth it. Like five. Well, five is average. Five is average. I, like I wouldn't buy anything below a seven, and that's saying something. It's like below an eight. I'd say I'd have trouble buying. I would buy. I would buy a six at the right price. That's true. I've played a lot of games. I played a lot of like six out of ten games that are fucking really no, I fun. Know. I know, but like for full price, I'm like when I'm buying a game now for full price, I have to be like, what am I going to get out of? Oh this yeah, game? I. I I would never buy. I would never buy a six out of ten for like. I would never buy a six game for like, you know, full price. Like, it's like maybe like for like fifty bucks, sure. It's like before. I'll take the, my chances uh, before going to the movies, or not before going going to the movies before the pandemic. I was like, oh, I'm never. I'm not going to go see a movie in in uh, theaters below like a seven. I'd say a seven. Because it's it, going to the movies is, is expensive. I want to get popcorn. I, I believe that a movie isn't it's not a movie unless you have popcorn. Um, there's no one without the other. I think it depends on the movie though, because I've seen movies that get like sixes or whatever that I know that I don't that I know like I'm gonna enjoy this. No, I know, but it just costs a lot of money, so it's like I have to pick and choose. And 
you know, it, it does depend because like we went to see Dora and I had a great time seeing Dora with you and then Sonic didn't get the best reviews and I had a great time seeing Sonic. Um, and, but it's like, let's say now, I, you know, I, it really depends because like if there's, if there's a dry spell in the theater and like I'll, I'll lower it like right, right now, if I were to go into theaters, I don't think I'd see Tenet because it's just like too confusing and not good sounding, you know? Um, I feel like I could, I should just be able to watch it at home so I can rewind it if I am fucking confused, you know? Um, or put subtitles or put on. Subtitles on. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I go see uh, Bill and Ted because that's like the best movie that's come out this year so far before the pandemic. I mean, like during when the pandemic. Bill and Ted, Bill and Bill and Ted is fantastic. Bill and Ted is not the movie that 2020 deserves, but it's the movie that 2020 needs I think right now. You said now. that last week. I think so, but I don't remember, so I'm saying yeah. it again. Okay. Any other opinions? Anyway. Yeah, I got a couple more. I got okay. a couple more. Uh, I'll quickly uh, run through them. We are running late. Uh, we don't want to be here yeah, all night. Well, uh, well, we're not running that late. It just looks like we're running late because we did spend a lot of our recording time before we actually started recording officially. That's true, but still. Anyway, uh, my next unpopular opinion is that Digimon is cooler than Pokemon, and it makes more sense. Okay, get out of here. I'm not your friend anymore. I'm sorry, but it's true. Pokemon makes no sense. Digimon makes more sense than Pokemon. These digital monsters live in their digital space. They're sentient. They can talk. There's bad Digimon and good Digimon, and they side with the good guys or the bad guys, or sometimes the Digimon themselves are the bad guys. What the hell is Pokemon? Pokemon is basically dogfighting. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It doesn't have to make sense to be a wonderful creation. Yeah, well, Digimon also, Digimon look cooler. I don't know. Digimon are cooler creatures than Pokemon. Way, but Pokemon look a certain like Pokemon, yeah. Yeah, but Digimon designs are. Cooler. I'm sorry for saying that. We can't be friends anymore. That's the whole point of this episode. Is that um, it's an unpopular opinion, and it, damn right it's unpopular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Digimon is Digimon is cooler than Pokemon. Okay. What else you got? Also, the Digimon anime is better than Oh, Pokemon I have anime. no opinion on that whatsoever. Yeah, I'm just saying. The first, like, the first three seasons or so of the Digimon anime blows the Pokemon yeah, anime out Ash of Ash never won a fucking... Ash is supposed to be the best trainer of all time, but he didn't win a fucking champion, like, uh, like a Pokemon League until, like, the seventh league or something. Until the when he went to ho- the Hawaiian region, you know? Did you do that? Yeah. Also... also also, people made a big deal when they finally added the ability in the Pokemon games to, oh, now you can, like, pet your Pokemon and feed them or whatever. Digimon has been doing that, like, decades before. You know, also, Ash, like, loses to every gym leader at least once. He's a loser. Yeah. Yeah, Ash is a bit of a loser. Anyway, my next unpopular opinion is that open world games um, – or not open world games necessarily, but open world design – a game being open world um, has ruined far more games than it has made better. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion, actually. Um, Is it? Because I feel like people love open world people games. People love the, the idea of open world. 
I don't know if they love open world games. I don't know. It seems, you know, people, it seems to me when I go online, people seem to in, enjoy them for the most part. And when a game is announced as open world, people are like, oh, great, more things to do. I think um, if a game is open world, just, you know, to check off a box, that's horrendous. Give an example of what go one, go one step deeper. Okay, I'll give you an example. Um, Death Stranding is an open world game. Death Stranding isn't a good game, though. I know, but it could have been a good game if it was an open world. If it wasn't an open world game where you had to like travel the world slowly, walk and deliver packages through this big open world, who knows? It could have been an interesting linear story adventure where like Kojima could have just told his whatever fucking story he wanted through like you going through fucking set levels. Okay. There was no reason to pad that out by making you travel, you know, fucking across the entire map going at like realistic walking speed <laughs> okay so now i got i got it it's gonna take me 40 minutes to get to the next fucking mission it's like flight simulator it's like god this hour flight is gonna take me an actual hour yeah anyway um this one this one oh this one's a doozy this one's a doozy okay this one's a doozy. Um, the only Star Wars prequel that was bad was Attack of the Clones. Phantom Menace was good, and Revenge of the Sith was great. Um, okay, next one. Yeah, so Star Wars uh, fanatics are going to be very angry at that. I don't know if they were good. I just remember that they were definitely cheesy, way cheesier than the original. No. And that's saying something because yeah, no. the original were also very soap opera beyond space soap opera. Look, Phantom Menace is good. Attack of the Clones sucks. Um, Revenge of the Sith is great. It's a legitimately great movie. Some of my favorite characters, like the characters I love the most, like Darth Maul, General Grievous, were... Yeah. I, I Those characters are some of the coolest characters, in my opinion. I mean, Phantom Menace has, like, the best lightsaber battle in the whole series. And fucking Revenge of the Sith has the second best. Like, ever since Darth Maul... And seeing Darth Maul, in my eyes, I've always wondered why aren't there more like customized lightsabers? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, my next unpopular opinion is that um, this is a double unpopular opinion because not only do I think Beyonce is overrated, I think she was far better with Destiny's Child than she is solo. Okay. I mean, I could go one step further and be like, not on Beyonce, but I feel like Katy Perry. Um, and Ariana Grande are vastly overrated. Their music is terrible. Yeah, but people like say like Beyonce is like the queen or whatever. Like they they put her on this higher pedestal than everyone else. When she's an advocate for a lot of things, and she's a wonderful human being. But her music, on the other hand, I just don't find appealing either. Okay. My next unpopular opinion is also a saucy one if you're a PlayStation gamer. I think Horizon Zero Dawn sucks. I think the combat is terrible. I think the stealth is rudimentary. I think that's another game that didn't need to be an open world. Um, it has horrendous inventory management. Um, I've tried to play this game five times. I have failed to ever 
will myself to complete it because it's so damn boring. It is the most overrated game this entire generation, and I'm not excited for the sequel. I think they would have been better spent using those resources to make a different game. See, I, I have no opinion on it. All I can say is that when I did see the commercials, it did pique my interest. And it's, I said, if I could play that, I probably would. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It looks cool. It's got a cool aesthetic. It's got a cool premise. But once I actually started playing this thing, I was like, fuck me. I want to play something else. Okay. See, I wouldn't know, but I got to try. Like, there's a lot of things that I just got to trust you, although we don't agree on everything. If I, if. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Listen, if you ever, if you ever got a PlayStation and were considering getting this game, because no doubt. You'd read the reviews and see the critical acclaim, and no doubt the second one's going to get critical acclaim for whatever reason people love this game. I would very, very much warn you against it, and I would, I would let you play my copy of the first one so you can mix, make your own decision. But if I know you at all, I think you would agree with me that this game is dreadfully boring. And that's fair. And I, I feel like a true friend would would let someone borrow another person's game to just to be like, Hey, listen, if you want it, you can borrow yeah. it. But if you, and if you never give it back to me, that's okay. <laughs> it's that. Okay. It's that level. Now I want you to give it back to me just because I can't have a PlayStation collection without the exclusives, yeah. but I just feel like there's a lot of great exclusives on PlayStation. And that one you're saying is not as good as a lot of the other ones. I, I I would rank it slightly above Death Stranding. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But a, a game that looks great above a walking simulator. Yeah. Anyway, um, two very quick ones. My okay. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda um, was not a bad game, and in fact, it was better than Mass Effect Three. So. People seem to hate on this game a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll um, you there. Um, this is not. This is maybe because it was at my the beginning of my dawn of shooting games in twenty ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not twenty ten. It was like maybe it's twenty ten. Um, but I don't think I don't know if I played Mass Effect three, but I definitely didn't like Mass Effect two or one. Um, really? Yeah, I just I thought they were too hard, and maybe just because I wasn't good at shooting games at the time. I just there was. Well, you know, they're more they're RPGs. No, I know that, but like there was times in like the old Ratchet and Clank where I got stuck and I couldn't do anything, or in this old oh. Sonic game, that I was stuck and I just couldn't get by, okay. and I just I pushed my way past it because I believed I could. But in this game, I just had to just couldn't do that, and I gave up. On it. That's problem. I think if you tried them now with your current skill set of shooting games, I think you would enjoy. Probably. Them. Um, so it's, it's probably my, yeah. you know, first shooting game I ever played Borderlands. I feel like that was, that's a pretty straightforward shooting game, but this is this a lot yeah. more. Well, that's the thing. If Matt, if Mass Effect is like one of your, if Mass Effect is one of your like first, like third person shooters you're going to play, it's tough because it's an RPG too. So you have to manage not just the shooting, but like your skills mm-hmm. and shit. I feel like now though, you'd be, yeah, pro- I, I, I'm certain of it. I think. I think yeah, you would like them. So if they if that rumored um, remastered um, trilogy collection is true, then cut that up. Perhaps, know. yeah, perhaps you'll have to check that out. Anyway, my last unpopular opinion. I don't know how unpopular this is, but um, Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? Years ago. 
Um, people seem to really like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Um, Napoleon Dynamite is not very good. I I, I wouldn't know that much because I can't remember it. There's some definitely um, funny yeah. bits and some meme worthy stuff from it. Um, I don't think it's that good. I don't think it's very funny. Um, I don't think it's as clever as it thinks it is. Um, I think it just seems, for the most part, I think it just seemed like a a a a Walmart Wes Anderson movie. And um, the guy who wrote and directed Napoleon Dynamite also wrote and directed Nacho Libre. And Nacho Libre is better than Napoleon Dynamite in every capacity, tenfold. I used to – okay. I, I got one that can close this out um, that is along those lines. And that is I didn't think Superbad was as funny as people made Superbad out to be. I feel like people made Superbad like a pillar of the comedy glory, you know, the comedy movie glory. It's like, it's one of the foundations. It's okay. It's like a foundation of comedy because it's that great. It's one of the pillars. One of the, it's not that great. It's like, it's, I, there are funny parts to it, but I, I, like, I just didn't find it as enjoyable as everyone else seemed to. Yeah, it's not that funny. I guess I was wondering why, like, why do people think this is like the greatest comedy of all time? When I don't know, I agree with you. It's okay. There's a couple of funny parts. Nothing made me laugh. It's not laugh out loud funny. Like I, I enjoy Pineapple Express a lot better. Uh, Pineapple Express is so much better than Superbad. Okay. Um, and not because I'm a pothead. I've never done weed in my life. Um, no, it's just a better movie. It's a funnier movie. I just, you know, I there's other movies around that time that are even funnier. Like, um, but it's I, I just don't like people calling it like one of the funniest movies of all time when it's not even close. It's not. No. Okay. Mag- McLovin isn't funny at all. No. Like, there's nothing funny about that character. Nothing he does in that movie is funny. And he was like the big thing out of that movie. Everybody was talking about McLovin. Oh, McLovin's so funny. McLovin is fucking. I sat and watched McLovin with the sh- straightest fucking face. And you know me. You know I laugh at the dumbest shit. Yeah, I mean Jonah Hill's a treasure. And uh... yeah. Oh no, the performances were good. Like they all did their best, but it's just it's not funny. Yeah, I mean it, it is. There's. I just don't, it's overhyped and it's over liked, I think. Yeah, it's not that, it's not funny. Okay. It's okay. There's a couple of laughs, maybe. There's a couple of smirks or, you know, um, nose exhales. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's very true. Okay, Matt. That okay, Jonah. That um, does that wrap it up for this week's episode, brother man? Yeah, I, I guess it does. Um, we're gonna save what we're gonna do for next week. We just don't want to run another two-hour episode like we did earlier this week. Well, it, it wouldn't be a two-hour episode. It just looks like it'd be a two-hour episode because of how long it took us, you know, to no, start. No, but it's, it's still a pretty long episode, and we know we don't we shouldn't be going. No one wants to. Yeah. But you don't have to listen. To all this you, you know, do. you know. I just, I just want to point out. 
I just want to point out that the people, we didn't say what we were going to do that we're not going to do. So the people didn't know about it. So you didn't even have to say anything to them. How you said, wait till next week. Well, we'll do what we were going to do. Like you could have not said anything and nobody would have known. And we also wouldn't have wasted two minutes now talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but now people might be like, oh, I wonder what that is. And tune in next week. I guess, but come on. You, you wonderful people were already going to tune in next week. That's right. And where can you find out when that next week will be and who will be on that? Also, also, if you're wondering why we're already assuming that we're going to be on next week, it's because I'm pretty sure Hunter asked his eight ball if we would be on next week, and it said yes. So that guarantees we'll be on next week. No matter what. So uh, Yeah. E even, if, even if Hunter isn't busy, if his schedule is clear enough to record, like we'll be on with him because his Magic 8 ball said so. I'm, I mean, I'm so grateful for that. So you'll yeah. get a – You'll you'll get a special episode with all three of us at the same time because usually it's just either me and Jonah or Hunter, but you know separately. That's right. Where can you uh, yeah. follow your lovely your lovely asset? Oh um well, uh, you can follow me on the social medias, um, on Twitter at real m fresh. I'm the real m fresh. Um. You can follow me on Instagram also at Real M Fresh, but I never post on Instagram. So, I mean, if you want to follow me there, that's cool. But I post like once every – I'm like Davy Jones. Every, uh, I post once. And, uh... Yeah. Well, I, it's true though. I, I've not posted anything on my Instagram since July. And before that, it was like like last year. I post on my – I'm like Davy Jones. I post on my Instagram once every 10 years. But if you'd like to follow me anyway, follow me at Real M Fresh. But you should definitely follow me on Twitter because I, I am active on Twitter. At real M fresh. You should you know where you should follow? Because I do not have I have an Instagram. It's Jonah is gracious. That is Jonah is gracious. But you When are you getting Twitter? Um, sometime this week, I hope. Um, okay. But if you speaking of Twitter, you guys should follow Hunter on Twitter at the Hunter Bishop. He posts wonderful things about the podcast. And that's where you'll get your information about it about the podcast, new episodes, new stuff, new shit. You want to know more about the podcast and stuff we're doing, follow at the Hunter Bishop on Twitter. Um, he posts other stuff as well, but yeah. And you can post, you can follow him on Instagram also at the Hunter Bishop, where he also posts things about the podcast and, and other, other fun little things that he posts that's, on Instagram. So def, definitely follow that's him. Right. If you're not going to follow me, definitely follow that's him. Right. Follow Hunter. You better do it. We we will know. So Matt, I'll, we will we will definitely. I'll take the darkest meat you have. That's my Chloe card. That's my Chloe Kardashian. The one I did earlier was of Kim. I love it. Love both. It's them. the same. It's the same. It's the same impression. No matter which Kardashian it's impression of, and it works no matter which restaurant that I'm pretending they're at. Your culture has been popped by Hunter Bishop. This has been a Rongo Productions podcast. Stand by me, my darling, stand by me. Okay.